Hey guys, I'm Greg Potters, and welcome to my podcast. Before I get started, I just want to let you know that you can hear this podcast and all my other podcast reviews and written reviews at albumreview.net. You can also get this podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Player FM, Deezer, and Podomatic. So today, I'm going to be reviewing a very special album. 1991's Strangitude by Osric Tentacles. So buckle your seatbelt for this one. This is like no album I have ever reviewed nor heard. There is a small community in the United States who know these guys, but the word needs to be spread. If you guys enjoy technical instrument, uh, instrumentation, if you enjoy rave music, if you enjoy synth, if you enjoy ripping guitar, if you enjoy crazy drum beats, drop everything and grab this. If you need to have lyrics in your albums, well, check out last week's review of Huey Lewis and the News Sports. I felt like it was a requirement to review this album and turn more people onto it. I was lucky enough to see this band in a tiny club in Boston called the Local 186. You could barely fit like 15 people in there. The stage took up like 80% of the venue. But uh, I look back, I check back, and, and on April 16th, 1994, I had to see for myself whether this was a band or if it was just one dude pressing a bunch of buttons. But despite a lot of electronics, I witnessed a band that evening. A band with a bass, a band with drums, guitar, keyboards, and a flute. I, I really think people less interested in psychedelic instrumental music will also like this album, and here's why. It has a mixture of dance, pop, electronic, hip-hop, jazz, yes, there's that jazz mention again, ambient music, world music, dub music, and perhaps a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of rock, all incorporated into one. So Osric Tentacles are an English band mainly consisting of leader Ed Wynn, who originally formed the group in Somerset, England, way back in 1983. Wynn, the guitar player, got his footing in the 1980s playing free festivals around England. He, he sold cassette tapes of his unique music, spreading interest in his band simply by word of mouth. If you, uh, if you remember, in 1983, there was nothing that sounded like this stuff, Osric Tentacles. My previous review of sports, the Huey Lewis and the News album, was more in line with what you'd hear on the radio during that year. The band, Osric Tentacles, released over 30 albums, but by far their strongest was this one, 1991's Strangitude. An absolute must-have for all music aficionados. My mind is still blown, you guys, each time I listen to this. By the way, if you look it up, the federal government had issued a mandate stating that any citizen of any country 
caught listening to Strangitude at any volume lower than one billion decibels will immediately be imprisoned. So just save yourself the hassle. Pull it up on your phone as soon as you're done listening to this and plug in some headphones, please. Or do it while you read this review or after you listen to the podcasts. This is structured very similar to Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails, this album, with synth-focused electronic music typically played by one person on the album but performed by a quartet or a quintet live. So what's so unique about Osric? I think it's how they grew. As their early releases picked up steam, their, their popularity rose, but they were still underground. They, they grew larger throughout England, Europe, and in the US by a practice called tape sharing. Fans would mail their blank cassettes requesting the band to send them back with live, unreleased Osric music, which the band accommodated. So. While the 80s new wave circuit included groups like uh, Devo, uh, Duran Duran, Flock of Seagulls, Osric Tentacles was carving out a little niche of their own. One major difference was the technical instrumentation on this album. Although it could be put in the kind of the electronic dance category, the instruments are really played further impressing a young musician like myself, making me wonder, how did they do this? The, the, the music includes a combination of driving bass lines, carefully outlined guitar notes, keyboards, mixed with time signatures that help you kind of, you know, tap your foot. I think for people that don't prefer improvisational music, if they feel like if they can tap their foot, they can at least ride the boat for 15 or 20 minutes, right? This album, Strangitude, is a space journey. I laugh every time I listen to it. I'm not kidding. I, I, I laugh because I'm addicted to seeing the looks on other people's faces when they first hear it. It will take you through the enchanted forest and down the Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole. And you'll be visited by strange talking animals along the way that will have advice for you. But keep your distance for they want to trick you and make you follow them into the western woods where you will get lost forever. So stay the course. Stay the course. You guys with me? Okay, good. Strangitude opens with White Rhino T, the first song. You feel like you're face down on a massage table, ready to have the stress just lifted from your constricted muscles. But then all of a sudden, this music starts to play. It's riddled with animal sound effects. Then the bass guitar kicks in, and oh boy, does it kick in. As a, uh, as a bass player, I was in awe when I first heard this album. I spent hours copying each bass line, playing along, smiling while I felt like I was creating this journey. There's, there's something, you guys, uh, about playing along to a magnificent album. Uh, I remember years ago getting into famed author Hunter S. Thompson. He sat at his typewriter one week and typed out the entire Great Gatsby. And he did it because he, he said he wanted to feel what it was like to type those words. And although he wasn't the originator, he got to experience watching those words go from hand to paper. And this is what kind of inspired me to play along with songs like White Rhino T. I just... I just wanted to feel what it was like to play that type of bass line. So the album's second track, Sploosh, 
makes me laugh even more. I, I picture being in high school, sitting in my car, getting ready to play this for my friends. My stereo at the time was worth more than my car, and as I slid the CD into my Pioneer single disc player, I glanced at my friends and said, you're dead. I would laugh as I watched their faces. They didn't know what was about to hit them. The band actually surprisingly achieved a number one hit on the UK indie chart, different from the the UK pop charts, in 1991 with this song, Sploosh. This track is mind-numbing. It sounds like you're in a bathtub and someone just turned the lights off. And as you're looking around for the switch, all the lights just turn on. But instead of two overhead lights, there are thousands of little colored lights dancing around everywhere. This is Sploosh. Moving on to the album's third track, Saucers. This song shows off Edwin's acoustic guitar playing. As the song winds through a forest of green, you feel like you're riding in an airplane. The bass, the keys, the drums, they all act as the flight attendant, sitting you in your seat, row 17, seat B, buckling your seatbelt and telling you to hold on. Strangitude literally gets better as each track gets played. As you try to tap along to the time signature and beat, you can't. Believe it or not, the drum tracks on this album are not electronic. They are real drums being played. The same goes for the bass. As computerized as they might sound, the rhythm section is void of effects. It's raw and smooth at the very same time. The album synthesizer and guitar sound provide that kind of spacey, cloud-floating experience that one could argue sounds a little bit like Pink Floyd was mixed in a blender with Rage Against the Machine. That's how I like to define it. So then the next song, which is the title track, Strangitude, may be why I had to spread the word about this album to anyone I could find. This, my friends, is the pinnacle of musical journeys. Do not drive your car when you're listening to this. Do not operate any heavy machinery when listening to this track. And do not forget your headphones or some loudspeakers. So how do I explain this song, Strangitude? I don't, I don't know. I, let me think. Perhaps I could use the word mesmerizing as the, uh, as the synth music slowly, slowly, slowly creeps up on you. You start to hear almost what you could imagine hearing if you were ever abducted by aliens. You're, you're in some sort of wind tunnel flying to who knows where. Faster and faster you're flying until you're just dropped into a room where this clean Fender bass just picks you up and brushes you off. Without knowing what hit you, the drums begin to come in. Every cat of the snare drum is louder than the one before. It is clear by the recording, these are real bass and drum sounds, not somebody sitting in a garage hitting an effects button. And so the jamming continues with the next song, Bizarre Bizarre, love that name, love all these names. The album's fifth track and Edwin's guitar notes come at you with a vengeance, almost flying past you like a 747 when you're walking past the airport. This song features flute player John Egan, and Egan adds kind of a mythical feel to the music with his flute. His, his playing does not quite offer the same feel as a, a Jethro Tull flute sound, but it gives you that early Middle Ages feel that never quite goes away. 
next track that the jamming really continues on space between your ears. Now, this is one of my favorite bass lines. I can remember learning this bass line in my bedroom as a kid, uh, I guess as a, a young teenager and playing it over and over and over again. And once again, Raleigh Wynn is superb on the bass guitar, essentially gliding this entire album. Uh, did I say gliding? Guiding this entire album with his brother, Ed. It adds to the music with a futuristic spacey overdrive in his guitar. The Madness continues with a live concert version in the next song, The Throb. And for those of you lucky enough to own the reissued copy, a bonus track to close out the album is included called Weirditude. Both songs make you feel as if you landed right in a Lewis Carroll novel. Smack right in the middle of a lush green meadow and there are hundreds of player card soldiers guarding the castle of the Queen of Hearts. You notice sitting not far from you are Alice and the White Rabbit himself. So I think it's fun to have an imagination sometimes, even as adult. We are so buried in responsibilities and stress on a daily basis, and we don't have enough time to take out things for ourselves. And it's important to break from that hamster wheel and the monotony every once in a while. I really believe Strangitude does just that. It, it soothes your aches and pains both physically and mentally. It, it makes you laugh as you will see what I'm talking about when you listen to this. It, 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 it scratches that musical itch for those who wanna be amazed by the technical talent this band has. Isn't it fun to go to the circus? You can't take your eyes off the trapeze artist or the lion tamer or the tiger cage. These are not really things you see on a regular basis. Osric Tentacles offers you that same kind of amazement. It offers you many of what I like to call the bubbly strawberries for your eyes and ears. So pick up this album, 1991's Strangitude by a band called Osric Tentacles. You, my friends, are welcome. So that's it for my review today. Remember, you can pick up a copy of this album on my website. And you can also listen to this podcast and other podcast reviews at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Player FM, Deezer, and Podomatic. It's a long list and it's growing. So I'm Greg Potters with AlbumReview.net. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Take a trip down by the highway 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 Take a trip down by the highway